Um. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know how to tell you to you guys. Uh, we can't get the far today. Um, we're missing some parts. Uh, so we're going to have to stick around here. Any ideas what we should talk about? How about uh, holiday food? Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> well, somebody else is here. Who else is here? Who is here? There's Dietrich. There's Uh-oh. Athena. Yeah. Yep. And Damon is in the house. Yeah. I was hijacked. <laughs> so we got the whole the whole gang back, the OG and the the new G. <laughs> the holiday uh, so. food. Right. Yeah, so. the holiday yep. crew. And so, That's going too far then there's us a tad too far where we usually take ideas far then bring them back here for you hi everyone i'm athena i'm here with diedrich taj hey and demona hello (laughs) (laughs) and we're going to talk about the holidays starting with holiday food and uh, I'm actually drinking one of mine. Mine's peppermint stick and an orange. And you, the peppermint stick actually starts getting dissolved by the orange. And you can suck through the peppermint stick like a straw and drink the orange juice. Something I've done every year since I was little. Oh, wow. It's really okay. good. <laughs> it's, it's called a peppermint <laughs> orange sipper. It's literally it just an orange. Right? And you stick a peppermint stick in it. And you start sucking. And the citrus goes through the peppermint and makes it into a straw. And then you drink orange juice with peppermint hint. It's good. It really is. <laughs> the kids will like that. We're going to yeah. try it. It's fun. And okay. I remember as a kid, like, squeezing the orange, because the more you squeeze it, the more juice, obviously. But I still do it now. It's been three decades or so. <laughs> uh-huh. You put any okay. alcohol in there, or is it just? I don't. I'm sure you could. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> You know what? It would be a great idea to infuse it with a little vodka. I'm I'm saying you would stop right here. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hmm, And make it an adult thing. Something for the kids, something for the adults. I'm just saying. Not trying to ruin any of the traditions or things. I'm just saying. Hey, no, it's fine. Traditions are meant to be taken. Right. and changed and made your own <laughs> right but it's really it really is really good i was always one of my favorite things to look forward to cool i know it doesn't seem like much and it seriously is just a peppermint stick and an orange but it can keep you occupied for a while <laughs> well, who started it was it something that you started or was it something that another family member started 
My mom is the one that introduced. She had four kids in five years, so all of us were little at the same time. And so I think she just did it to keep us occupied so she could do other holiday stuff. But I just remember me and my brothers and sisters sitting around in front of the fire, squeezing an orange, and then sticking the peppermint stick in. And it doesn't take too terribly long for the for the citrus to get through it, but it is yummy. And you really try to get, like, every little drop out. So it's a good time filler. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I think food, anytime when you talk about food for the holidays, it does kind of keep that... Like one of my favorite things, my aunt makes my grandmother's turkey and dressing. Like she's the one that that recipe was handed down to. And I know some people say, oh, most dressing and all kind of tastes the same. But it's something about knowing that she handwritten the recipe and yeah. that my aunt makes it exactly the way it was written. Yeah. Um, and then hopefully I'll get, I'll figure it out one day. I'm kind of lazy in the kitchen. But so that's kind of what I'm looking for because my grandmother's actually, she passed away a few years ago. So it's, it's, that's one of anything that she used to make. That's mm. what I look for. Greens. Mm, mm. <laughs> and, um, but actually one of my favorite though, that, and my grandfather, he's still around. So I actually look for, he makes seven up cake. Like before uh, I even okay. it, 20, 30 years ago, he was making seven up cake and he still does to this day. So those are the things I'm looking forward to for the holidays. Now, personally, I can cook, but I don't like to. So <laughs> I hear you. You won't be doing much so, but, of that. But really like it, well, for me, it seems like holiday cooking is the same, whether it's Christmas or Thanksgiving. <laughs> It's like the, the things you like for Thanksgiving are the same things you like for Christmas. Not necessarily true. Okay, uh, so that's what I was curious. Does it, right. Yeah. I interject that for Thanksgiving, you know, you have your, your regular dishes or, or whatever the situation. But in my family, we found that alternating between that or something else usually does help out a lot. Like last year, um, I went with my wife and her family. Literally, they cooked everything they i was i was tripping out on that but they didn't want to just do a traditional thanksgiving dinner so they did stew um they did enchiladas they did nachos um they did uh, pizza they did uh <laughs> roast they did <laughs> any and everything that you could think and every meal involved nachos no matter what the situation was they made nachos with it it could be cereal and they got a side of nachos sitting right there so it was like crazy so I was like, okay, um, yeah, that's that's a different situation. But like, it depends on the family and how you like doing stuff. Some people like turkey and dressing all the way through. My obsession around this time is eggnog. <laughs> I have to stay away from it as much as possible. If I don't, I'm gonna gain 20 pounds just right there. Cause I will down a whole thing of eggnog. Don't even think about sharing. I'm like a dog with a bone. I'm, I'm not gonna share. <laughs> Eggnog is my obsession. As soon as it comes around, it's like it's over. It's like okay, I'm on crack. I can't. I can't get around. (laughs) (laughs) I can understand that. What about you? What are you looking forward to, or what? How was Thanksgiving for you guys? As far as Thanksgiving was good. Yeah. uh, The Normal thing that I always ask for is candy yams. So uh, and that's a normal thing that 
that I like a lot. So, but one thing that I like, but we don't make because it's, uh, have you guys ever had basoli? I have. Yes. You have? Okay. So back when I was a kid, it, that was something that, uh, uh, my, sister and my mom would make uh but they only made it like for christmas and not for thanksgiving so that's right. why i was curious if there was anything special and so it's um it's hummus but it's also sometimes people call it chickpeas so mm-hmm. you put it in a pressure cooker until they pop and then that's the actual pasoli part and then what you put on top of it is uh steak uh, tips with red chili sauce and you so you have a bowl full of pasoli and then you put the uh, steak tips with red chili sauce on top of that and just eat it up so that's okay, this is really good. I actually like yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like that a meal Yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah. And for anyone who does not know, candied yams are sweet potatoes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, I didn't exactly. know for a while that they were the same thing. <laughs> just give it, just give it a candy yam. Like you want a few things? I'm like what? Yeah. It's sweet potatoes. <laughs> no, they're not the candy yam. <laughs> Okay, Grandma. My bad. There you go. So, Tosh, in your family for Thanksgiving and Christmas, you guys don't do, like, turkey for Thanksgiving and then ham for Christmas? No. I thought that's kind of how it always was. Everywhere. (laughs) Mm -mm. Like, because with my current, with uh, the family right now, like, we'll have turkey and ham. So, we did, like, a turkey breast and then a small thing of ham. So, we have both for Thanksgiving, and then we kind of do that for for Christmas. So. Oh. Right. Same here. It, we do, yeah. Really. Uh huh. Oh. Like I just went and got the turkey today. It's a it's a hickory smoked turkey, and still trying to decide if I'm a deep fry it or if I'm just gonna let it be and just cook it the regular way. But yeah, that's we change up the type of turkeys like we could do a cajun turkey or we can like season it and make it up a different type of way but yeah usually it's turkey and ham for both but just depending on who's cooking and who wants to do something yeah turkey ham for both um yeah um this this thanksgiving usually i'll bring the ham um but we were told what we have we our family actually has a facebook page and we'll list you know, items to bring, and they said meat was provided, but sure enough, I get there, no, no ham. I was wow. a little disappointed. But we had, uh, we had, we had smoked turkey, a fried turkey, which I only ate the fried turkey because it's perfectly moist. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, something weird happened this Thanksgiving. Mm. I'm just gonna bring it up. <laughs> One of my aunt brought shrimp salad. Now, mind you, and and I and look, I. I, I'm not, I think that, you know, it's all about how you're raised, whether you put seasoning in your food. Um, I don't think that um, race has a lot to do with it. But I was extremely surprised it had no seasoning. It was literally iceberg lettuce with shrimp on top. There was no salt, no pepper, no, it didn't get eaten. I'm pretty sure she kind of. She noticed that toward the end of the night. <laughs> but it was weird. It was weird. It was like, who brought this? Who in their right mind on Thanksgiving brings a shrimp salad? No seasoning. I think it might have yep. had some tomatoes in there, like iceberg lettuce and shrimp on top. Think about that. Picture it. 
Horrible. Then, then see what you should have done is just take the shrimp sauce and just pour it all over the salad and then mix it up. There was no sauce. This was like homemade. I just threw some lettuce open and, sh- you know, the thawed pre-cooked shrimp and just like, I was like, what? <laughs> there was no sauce, unfortunately. If anything, I would have put barbecue on it, but I don't think that would have made a difference. It's literally called a lazy man's meal. You throw <laughs> it together. So it looks like you brought something so you can eat everybody else's food, knowing good and well that you didn't want to actually bring nothing. You just did that the last time. See, had I thought about that, I would have. we would have had a conversation in the bathroom. Yep, call her out. Yep, yep. Lazy man food. It's like when you want to go to a party and you know they're going to bring all this stuff and you show up with a bag of chips. Knowing good and well, nobody's going to eat that bag of chips. <laughs> like, yeah. everybody else brought homemade goods and you're bringing a bag of chips. Like, really? Like, really? You just stopped bring by the it. store on the way over here. Bring you some didn't plate. even grab the good chips. You grabbed the store brand chips that nobody Oh, God, that's the worst. And I think the more that certain things are brought up, like, people start to realize, I better bring something. Because I think other people start to catch on. Like, wait a minute, what you doing? And you know, family. I don't know about y'all, but I, I personally don't have a filter. I mean, unless you know it's a family show like this. Um, but <laughs> um, I would definitely say like I will be quick to. What did you bring? And is this the best you could do? Um, but holiday food, it always, whether it's good or whether it's bad, it always seems to like make everybody, like you can be in a, in a terrible mood, something could be going on, even just being around family may not bring you, you know, a lot of joy, but once that food comes out, conversations start, you know, memories are brought up, and for me, holidays just would not be the same with and especially with the traditional food because I think we get to that point where uh, the younger generation can't cook or just don't want to they're used to quick you know take out this and that but I make it a point to teach my daughter how to cook even if it's something small like a casserole or something I should say not small but easy so because those traditions that we have to pass them on whether it's and, and cooking is really one of the main traditions, being in the kitchen with mom or grandma or, or you know, in my house, my dad cooks. So and to be able to share, I think it's it's more the process of cooking that's important and it makes the joy of eating the food a lot better. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. 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 That makes, sense. Yeah. That makes pretty so good do- sense, especially when you're talking about traditions and you have different generations in your household you may have you know older individuals you may have younger individuals got kids now they need to understand the joy of not just getting a to-go box but actually like seeing the food prepared and seeing the time that you put in and it makes a big difference in the taste of the food you know this year uh her family goes to golden corral every year for thanksgiving her family goes to go to corral and i always wonder like why why not no no knock on golden corral and if you want to sponsor us that's great we're good but (laughs) just just the understanding of you're you're cooking somebody else's meal but it's not like a home cooked feel to it and but they do it because they don't want to spend a whole lot of time 
there together. Like they get there, they meet up. It's like 20 of them and all of them sit there and talk and, and fine, but they don't want to clean up. They don't want to cook for everybody. They think it's a big hassle doing it for 20 people. So it's like, okay, mm-hmm. that's understood. But then afterwards we go to a friend's house and like their whole family is there, like 20 plus. And everybody brought a dish and everybody made it from scratch. And I'm like, I can't, we all just do that. That would be like so awesome. And I had like, like seafood dressing. And I was like, what? And yeah, it, it literally had pieces of shrimp and, and a little bit of, of lobster and, and some other stuff in it. But it was like the best tasting food ever. It was like a Creole dish. And so it was It was that. It was like a, a dirty rice that had like six different mixtures of cheese and and meat mixed up in. It was just like home-cooked meal. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it was the best. So it's talking about a home-cooked meal, like once you've eaten it. Okay. Y'all know the funniest thing about after everybody eats is those people that can't hang and fall asleep. The itis. Yep. Yes. Yes, we call it the itis when you ever you eat and you get full and all of a sudden you just like overwhelming sense of sleepiness just comes over you. It's like you have to take a nap. It's like <laughs> the best nap ever. And then you wake up and it's like, oh, wait, I'm hungry. Let me go get something more to eat. And you put them right back in that same spell. <laughs> it's crazy. I think, Cause I think you can't live without. <laughs> Hmm. So when this you can't live without, like you need it for every holiday? You need it for every holiday. If it's not there, you're going to pitch a fit and somebody's going to get a black eye. Candy yams. That's me all day. (laughs) Gotcha. Athena, what's yours like smash dish? Okay, this this is going to sound lame, but it's not. Okay, I like the veggie trays, the just simple, plain, nothing on them veggies to kind of clean you out after all that other heavy stuff. True. I like having just raw vegetables. Okay. Damona, what you got? Green. Made the right way. Mm. As a matter of fact, after Thanksgiving, I took some greens home. Expected to share it with everybody, you know, add a little, add a couple of things to it. I ended up eating it all by myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a meal by with the ham hocks in it. Yes. Mine is the dressing with the giblet gravy. If, if you don't have the giblet gravy with the dressing, I'm probably going to smack somebody. That's, <laughs> that's just being honest. We will have a fight. I don't want to have the turkey or anything else. If you just give me the dressing, I'm good. And I know some people call it stuffing. Some people call it dressing. I go with the dressing, whatever you want to call it. It's there. I'm good. If it's not there, I'm not eating. I don't, I'm not touching nothing. <laughs> okay. Is, there, is so, there anything y'all don't ever eat that someone always brings? Oh. Like mine is sunshine carrots. My mom makes it every, it is disgusting. It's made with <laughs> orange juice. It's gross. It's so gross. And I try it. I try a bite every year, and I'm like, nope, not no. <laughs> yeah, fruitcake. Oh. I've never, never, never liked fruitcake ever, ever in my life. Somehow it winds up on the day de- on the table somewhere, and I'm like, who brought this monstrosity? Who had the mitigated gall? To bring this to the table, knowing that <laughs> it's good, not that bad. Ninety percent of it is not going to get eaten. Never, never does. 
Mm, I'm trying to think what uh, the worst. I think because everyone in the family typically I mean, can cook, there hasn't actually been a dish that uh, and until the, the shrimp salad that just appeared this year. <laughs> I would have to say that without even tasting it, probably the worst dish I've seen. It's not, it doesn't even look appealing, but yeah, since everyone can pretty much cook, I really haven't had um, a dish so far until that, until this year that, that I'm, I could do without. (laughs) So yeah, definitely the shrimp salad. Mine would be like a coleslaw salad or some kind of salad that has mayo in it. It's like, you know, it's one of those, like, you see the salad, you see that it's all <laughs> with mayonnaise mixed in it, and you're like, uh, you know. Yeah, that sounds so. gross. Yeah. Um, one so, year we had a relative brain potato salad, and it was so runny and looked like it wasn't done. <laughs> and everybody just looked like, how did you mess up potato salad? Like, really and truly, you, the whole basis of it is to stir it around to where it all looks blended in together. And where you can still see, like, the water sitting on top of it. And I'm like, why? <laughs> and you thought it was good to serve. And, and it's like, yeah, like, mm-mm. I'm just so thinking of the diary yeah. <laughs> that comes after that. Like, that's all I'm picturing is next thing you know, you're on the toilet. There's no way in in the world I'm going to eat this. You put a gun to my head right now, I'll probably take that bullet. I'm, oh. I'm not going to eat this. It was, it was that bad. Ooh. So, uh, do, do you guys have uh, your uh, holiday cookie that you like like your, your favorite type of holiday cookie mine are snickerdoodles and uh, chocolate crinkles mm. what's a chocolate crinkle um well, so the chocolate crinkles you have to make the the dough overnight it's a chocolate dough and so you make it overnight and then you roll it into balls after it's cold and then you cook it but or will you roll it into balls cover it in powdered sugar and then cook it in it so it comes out like black and uh, you can see the black inside but it has powdered sugar on the outside so it's kind of like a messy cookie to have oh. so it, but it's one of those it's like Karen does it really well where they're really soft but my mom used to do them and I loved them but the thing was like okay. after two days they'd be rock hard but you still be gnawing on it like a bone you're like oh, this is so like good. a ginger snap <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I like Pfeffenusen. It's a German cookie. It's like a German um, ginger cookie, and it's usually covered in a hard layer of icing on the outside, and it's not flat like a mm. ginger snap. It's like a little kind of almost a ball, but they're really good. Okay. They're a Christmas cookie. I'm going to have to ask my mom about it. You know, she's German. Yeah. We don't we haven't gotten a lot of we usually get packages from Germany during the holidays. I like I, I love trying stuff that I didn't try when I lived there. Oh, my favorite cookie though. Oh God, we don't really get big on the desserts. So right. it's usually like the just the 
the the sugar cookie. I mean, I, my favorite cookie, period, is is Snickerdoodle. But you know, we don't necessarily have those for the holiday. We just have the sugar cookies that we make. Homemade is what I prefer, but we haven't done that in a while either. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, usually yeah. shortbread cookies if somebody makes them, but otherwise nobody really makes the cookies. They, they're more focused on the pies and cakes. Like they'll focus on the German chocolate cake. They'll focus on the pecan pie, the sweet potato pie, the peach cobbler. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. 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 The fruitcake is like, I still don't know why anybody would bring that, but yeah, they, they bring it. So. What? I can't believe you don't like it. That's my favorite holiday dessert. It's a fruitcake. Fruitcake? Yes. See, they must be getting it from the wrong people. We probably need to go get it from where you get it from, because <laughs> when they show up with it, it just looks like a brick of cocaine just sitting there on the table. Nobody wants to touch it. Wow. Wrap this around, wrap. I'm just saying, like, it's just there. Okay. It is really good if you get one that's not hard. Because it is easy to mess up. And the soft ones are good, especially with Kevco or coffee. And that's usually what everyone does is just have a cup of coffee after the meal and eat a little bit of fruitcake. Okay. We do that more than cookies. (laughs) I'm all about the chocolate. Yeah. If you bring anything (laughs) with chocolate in it, you pretty much got me. I'm simple. Cool. Hmm. Simple. All right. Yep. So, what you uh-huh. got next over there, Athena? Uh, the yep. next topic is traditions. <laughs> Nobody's going to start traditions. Traditions. Um, traditions. Go ahead, Tasha. Uh, well, no, I wasn't going to say. I, like a, uh, decorating a tree? I mean, don't does anyone do that special? Like no. music or a movie? Everyone together do no. You guys used to used to do it a lot when um when my dad was alive you know we that's all we did christmas was his favorite time of year so he'd always go out and, and get a brand new tree and and we come back and set it up and make sure we put the little um wrapping underneath the bottom so we catch all the pine needles that would fall down and and um, so we the wouldn't skirt. be stepping on them because that's just like, oh, yeah, the skirt. We would literally be stepping on them. It was like going your foot and it's not the best feeling in the world. So, yeah. And that's when we started addition of wearing slippers around the house. So <laughs> <laughs> nobody would get hurt in the process. Um, yeah, that's all they did. They used to hang up all these little figurines and angels and, and little like snowflakes and things of that nature around the house. And then putting up Christmas lights, which I hated. I could not stand putting up Christmas lights for nothing because it would always be cold and trying to hold the ladder still while he's up on top or he'll put me up on top since I was lighter. So, yeah, that that was not a fun situation. But other than that, it was cool. I remember one year we were hanging up um, figurines around the, the, the fireplace and I had this razor with me because I was like... Uh, like edging a line where they were supposed to be hung so where they would all sit evenly and we were going across and I almost dropped the figurine. They were, they were yeah, they were porcelain figurines. So like if they would have touched the ground, it would have been over with. So I went to go catch it and I caught it and I brought it back up and they saw me catch it. It was like, good catch. 
and then look down and see my hand all bloody with the angel on it. It's like, oh yeah, I kind of cut like in through all my fingers. And <laughs> so I wound up having to like go get stitches and everything for it. But uh, I saved the figurine though. It, it was yeah, I know that's right. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Yeah, that was the best time. Okay. So, yeah, every day I stopped messing with razors altogether. I still love knives, but I, I don't mess with razors. But yeah, that was that was fun. Um, I think one year we hung up a tree, and it was a big tree. You hung it, like, it up? Like we actually put the tree up and, and okay. everything in the house. Not not hang it from the tree. <laughs> not a literal sense of hanging. No, uh, we actually put the tree up and uh just. I think it was Christmas Eve, uh, the morning of, and everything was like cool, and then the tree just tumbled over. Like one of the supporting or in the middle didn't take, and so the tree like literally went over and fell on top of the coffee table. And I was like, yeah. And of course, you know, in a black family, the coffee table was always glass, so you know that's that was like fun. So having to sweep up all the glass and, and clean everything up, but he was like. Now we're keeping the tree. We'll just get rid of another table. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> you gonna keep the tree, but you gonna just buy another table? Like I'm now I really gotta wear my slippers because now I don't have to worry about pine needles no more. Now I gotta worry about glass too. Like, yeah, this is not a fun scenario. But they wound up working out. We had everybody over and nobody noticed. So the coffee table gone. It was like, Oh, you made room in the middle? It's like, yeah, yeah, that's what we did. <laughs> wow. <laughs> In Oregon, you go tr- tree hunting. If you get a permit, you can go cut your your own tree down from the forest. And we used to do that almost every year. Sometimes we would buy a live tree that was in a pot so you could plant it after the holiday. But when you go tr- tree hunting, if you go like at dusk, it's very beautiful to see just tree and snow everywhere. You just have to be careful of all the wildlife that's out there also. <laughs> I was about to say, you go for a tree and then a mountain lion comes out of nowhere and yeah. Mountain lion or or black bear were probably the two big ones to worry about. Oh, yeah. But it, <laughs> but it feels really good when you've like picked it yourself and cut it down and tied it onto the top of the car and gotten it home and put it up and everything. It's very accomplishing feeling. <laughs> Do you use a chainsaw to get it down, or you actually use a regular saw? Um, the smart families would use a chainsaw. We yeah. would use a handsaw. <laughs> But if you get a spruce tree, spruce trees have a fairly narrow trunk, and so it wasn't too terrible. Okay. Okay. Demona, what's what's your family looking like when y'all hang up stuff? Well, so when we're talking about traditions, probably the strongest traditions, to be honest, are going to be my mother's, our, our German traditions. So every year... And I kid you not. So I have no problem admitting that I'm 40 years old. And it wasn't until I was maybe 35 that we stopped doing, at least for the adult. We do Christkind, um, which is the spirit of St. Nick, right? And the belief is that he would come to your door a few days before Christmas and leave candy and everything. So you, we would always get a knock at the door. And to this day, I don't know how they did it. Because I've seen both of my parents in the house get a knock at the door, we would answer, there is no one at the front door, and we've done this, I mean, we've, my parents have done this every year since I was, since I was born, and I'm the oldest, 
Um, and then that's like it must have been Saint Nick. Um, and then we know that there's candy hidden, and it's usually hidden in our shoes or socks um, in our rooms. So every single year, like clockwork. And now, of course, but even as an adult, Chris Kent would still come and visit uh, visit me for some reason, even though I was bad. Um, but now it's just the grand, you know, my, the younger kids and my grandkids. Um, so that's one tradition that I definitely try to keep going. Um, I don't have to do it on my own because my parents still do it uh, for everyone. But um, that's something I'm definitely going to keep going, uh, you know, God forbid, once they pass. But um, another one would be, another German tradition would be the Advent calendar, right? That's the calendar that you get that has the chocolates in it for each day of, until Christmas. So right now we have our Advent calendars up. All the kids have one, and, and trust me, they want to open all 25, okay? <laughs> um, but if once you, you open it one time, once a day, you get your chocolate out and you see what's behind the picture. And it may be a picture of an angel, um, a candle, a wreath. You never know. And for me, when I was little, I'm, I'm kind of creative. So that was the excitement for me. I didn't care about the chocolate. I wanted to see what picture was behind it. So all of them have an advent calendar. Um, and when I say all, I mean two little ones, two grandbabies, my niece and my nephew. Um, okay. And we still do. So there are a couple of germ. Uh, the one of my favorite traditions, though, is the advent wreath where okay this is how it goes so the advent wreath has four candles and the one in the middle is for christmas day um and we would light a candle the first week before you know you light the candles for each each um four days before christmas or not four days mm-hmm. but um the i forgot how it goes because four weeks or so something yeah four weeks before christmas and then christmas day so for each candle lighting we all gather around this advent wreath and mm-hmm. we say advent advent ein lichtlein print fürs einst dann zwei dann drei dann vier dann steht das christkind für das hier so what it means basically is um advent advent a light that shines or a candle burns first one then two then three then four then stands St. Nicholas at your door. So oh, okay. those are three of my favorite traditions. Um, as far as my dad's side of the family, you know, getting together and eating. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You said the advent calendar and all I kept thinking about was bad Santa. I'm sorry. All right. Um, <laughs> I, I, I got an aspirin. <laughs> <laughs> They can't all be winners, kid. <laughs> I cannot watch any movie that shines Santa. I have not seen Bad Santa, and I like comedy, but I can't stand movies that sh- put good things into a bad light. I was like, nope, I can't watch this. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, my gosh. I, I okay. kind of knew that was coming up. Listen, one of my favorite. Does anyone still sit around and watch The Christmas Story? Oh, I love Christmas Story. Yeah. Yeah, oh um, my! I hate Christmas Story too, but I love I love Christmas Story. 
There's yeah, a second they were, one? Yeah, they, yeah. they tried to come out with a second one. It sucks all the way around. But, it's no good. Well, and plus, the other thing is he had a bunch of, uh, uh, he had a series on PBS where it was about his childhood. So there's one about him buying his first car. Uh, there was one, like, I think there was one about Halloween and Thanksgiving. But there was, they, he had, like, a series where he had, like, three or four episodes on PBS. Where really? they, they, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I the, can't the one stand I remember. that movie personally. So go ahead, Josh. <laughs> oh no, I mean I'm just saying, Christmas Story is a good movie. Yeah. So, but uh, the the main one for me is Muppet Christmas Christmas Carol. I, I'm always a Christmas Carol sucker. So. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that one in a long time. That's a good uh, one. Though. That's uh, one of the better Muppet movies. Yeah, it is for sure. Yeah, I like Charlie Brown Christmas. Peanuts Christmas special. That's that's pretty much. That's a good one. Touches my heart every time. That's I like funny. Prancer. Have you guys seen Prancer with Sam Elliott? Came out in '89. Oh wow, that's been so long. Been I remember here. that. It's got one. Cloris Leachman in it also. What is the one with? Uh, what's the uh, the one with um, the story about Santa Claus when he was younger and Jack Frost is you know and he makes friends with Jack Frost and he's got that song. You put one foot in front of the other. I remember this. Song. I love that song. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. The Burger Meister Meister Burger, and he oh, was trying to. Uh, like, yeah, that's the Santa Claus is coming to town. Animated one, yeah. yeah. I love that one. So we watch all yeah. the all the all the good, but mostly the old school Christmas movies and specials. Um, I mean, uh, although I do like Arthur Christmas. Have you seen Arthur Christmas? Oh, that one's good. Nah, that one's newer. Yeah, it is a newer one. I have to seen check that it. one. Oh, okay, it's uh, it's um, what's the studio? It's the ones that do Wallace and Gromit, um, and they did uh, Lushed Away. It, that's our, they're the same people that did Arthur Christmas. I'm trying to think what their that publisher name is. Right? Isn't I like it? a Simpsons. Maybe, oh, I didn't know it was the same. Yeah. I didn't maybe, maybe I'm getting them mixed up. I think I'm getting them mixed up. So, sorry. I could see how yeah, it's similar, if not the same, because they kind of do it yeah. look a lot alike. Right. <clears throat> No, the Christmas story is good, though. Yeah. Oh. I like, like Simpsons Christmas whenever they come out with their Christmas specials. Yeah, you, know, you know I'm the raunchy one. I like anything raunchy, <laughs> anything, you know, deliberately trying to, like, put, put pie in somebody's face or anything like that. Like, I love it. So, I, I love the Simpsons. I love the Simpsons, regardless. I mean, yeah. it's a cartoon. You know, they don't ever go across the boundaries of making like, Santa Claus look bad. They've been done. It, so, Demona. Yeah. Since you said you don't like Christmas movies that put it in a bad light, do you still like Die Hard? What? No, no, Christmas. Die. I mean, but Die. like, okay, okay. Listen, Bad Santa was a guy who was dressed like Santa Claus and he was a straight butthole. And honestly, he just got away with too much. I, I don't, you know, it's just that type of thing. But I love Die Hard. Yeah, that that's okay. another one that I need to add to the to the to the Christmas movie collection, like to watch on Christmas. <laughs> I, I 
Mm-hmm. I see your face there, Athena. Does it's a Christmas heart, movie. Die Hard's like full of potty words. <laughs> well, not for the kids, but for the adults, you know, like the after after they go to bed type of deal. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay. you know, you have the, the child appropriate during the day, and yeah. that's a good that's a good little cuddle movie. That's like a Netflix and chill, but more like a VCR and chill. Right. If anybody's familiar right. with VCR. I I like the Santa Claus with Tim Allen, and I like Elf. Oh. <laughs> yeah, gotta, gotta love Elf. If Elf comes on, I'm watching it. I don't care how many times I've seen it. Elf. Wait, like, so are yeah, we on yeah. movies now, or are we still talking traditions? Because I don't think I heard Taj's tradition. Oh, oh I don't have any. My bad. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I, I really don't have many traditions other than watch movies, so I'm fine with that. <laughs> oh, so we're good on movies. <laughs> we're good, yeah. So. What's up? So. Traditions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah good old traditions. Um... Don't really put up a tree anymore just out of, you know, that kind of thought process. Like, we're all pretty much grown in the house. Like, we still got a teenager, but she's a teenager. She knows Santa Claus is not here. So, you know, you get your presents, you open them up. I think one tradition is going to uh, her grandmother's house. She's got two grandmothers, her regular grandmother and then her great-grandmother. Uh, great-grandmother's okay. in Hallisville. And so we go over there and chill out with them in a big house and, and open up presents and, and everybody's wearing their onesies and stuff like that. But yeah, don't 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 judge me. But then the other one is, you know, we'll go to her grandmother's house here and, you know, open up presents and exchange gifts and pretty much eat food and sit around and chill and everybody gets the itis, the sleepy part. And then we'll go back home and sleep it off and wake up and play with our gifts. So that's that's pretty much the tradition now. As far as um, any home traditions, growing up, raising up, like I don't know, everybody's family's different, especially out those in listening land. You know, everybody that's listening to us has has different traditions in which they go. So they can probably go to the website right. or go to the social media and and post what their traditions are and follow along, and maybe we can add some of their stuff in. But for the most so part, I, I, you know, go ahead. Yeah, I, I yeah. I do have a lightning round kind of on tradition. So, okay. So, any present opening on the night before Christmas Day? Yes or no? No. D? Uh, no. Uh, mostly no. Normally we don't. So, so because, and so then, so you said yes, Devon, you open one or do you open uh, all? Well, Okay, so I missed the tradition, but I'm going to make it quick. We also attend Christmas Eve service, meaning we don't get out until midnight, which technically means it's Christmas Day. So we went from opening one present to my mom being super lenient now, all of a sudden, with grandkids. So now they open all of them. And then I make them go to bed. They can't play with them until morning. Wow. Oh. <laughs> so they're sitting there in the box, but they guys go to sleep and not. Get the, get out of the box. <laughs> it, 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 it was a compromise because my mother re- refused. I don't know. We we it became an argument uh, that the kids should not open more than one gift. And it was like, oh, let them. And then I would go to bed and then find out that they opened them anyway after I. Nope. So that's that's the compromise. You open and don't play at one o'clock in the morning. Mm-mm. Okay. But see, so 
when I was really, really young, um, and I would, I did it for a couple years, but for some reason, my biological dad's family, they would open all their presents, like the whole family, um, the, the Christmas Eve night. And then I would do open presents Christmas Eve day with uh, my mom and, and my dad at that time. So that's why it was just, I was curious because I know some families are like the whole family gets together Christmas Eve night and opens all the presents. You're like, okay, kind of weird, but yeah. So that's why I was curious. We all got together Christmas Eve night, like as far as the grandparents and aunts and uncles, but we didn't open, we didn't open gifts. My mom, like I said earlier, she had four kids in five years. So we were all young together. So we used to perform in front of all the family by doing the nativity scene. So I would give birth to my little brother which was weird because I was Mary, my other brother was Joseph, my sister was the angel, and then the baby brother was baby Jesus. Yeah, it was kind of messed up. But for like <laughs> 10 years in a row, I gave birth to him. It was messed. It was, but yeah, that was our like big thing. Eating and doing the nativity. <laughs> Dear Lord, oh, <laughs> And I was not good at it because my mom wanted me to do like full labor thing. I was like, no. And I just wow. be like, oh, look, he's born. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> to the extreme, extreme child Yeah. Okay. But everyone was there, okay. and then we would open the gifts. But we always did thank you letters, like before we played with everything. You opened it, you wrote the thank you card, and then got it in the mail, or you hand-delivered it, depending on where they lived, and, uh, and then got to play on Christmas Day. Oh, okay. Yeah. We would be traveling, so we would be too tired to open up gifts at that point. It was just like, yeah, okay, we're here, we're good, go to bed. I'm like, okay, I can't sleep, I don't care, go to bed. <laughs> and that's usually the time when they would like be putting the toys out or, or putting out the presents because they were stashing them in the closets and in the cars and they didn't want you to know what was in there. So, yeah, I, I would pretty much figure out where the toys were at. But, but, yeah, they would tell you go to bed and you'll sit there and lie there for a minute and you'll go to sleep for probably like an hour or two and wake up and it's still dark and you're like, oh, so. <laughs> Can I come I out of my room? No. Like, I got to be, I don't care. <laughs> my sister was like that. She used to try to keep me up all night and I remember like, as long as our door was closed, the light could be on, she could be talking, but I would almost always like fall asleep with a Barbie in my hand on the floor because she'd be trying to keep herself awake by playing. It was horrible. I was like, just go to bed. Just go to bed. <laughs> but she couldn't. I, I have a confession. This uh -huh. is Demona. Mm -hmm. um, oh, God. Okay. I, I believed in Santa Claus until I was like 16. Mind you, I was... I did not want to let go. I, I still thought my parents were his helpers. Like, I wanted to hold on to that goodness mm -hmm. and that spirit of just, what is it, the spirit of kindness and giving that is really rare in the world. At least me growing up, where I grew up in, you know, not necessarily the projects, but definitely in in and around and, and not being very well. Like, I just wanted to hold on to it. And I honestly did believe like, okay, it's a spirit. It's not a real man, but it's a spirit of this person who, you know, so that's my confession. 
Maybe. No, I mean, so I mean, my thing is like, you know, you have you heard the Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. Have you ever read that article? No. Okay. It because it, the it was back in the 1920s. A uh, little girl uh, wrote a reporter, I want to say at the Chicago Sun or Tribune, and uh, asking him, is Santa Claus real? And so the guy struggled with it, and then he wrote an article back in the newspaper. And it's kind of like a famous article uh, saying, yes, yes, Virginia Santa's, uh, there is a Santa Claus. And he goes through and kind of explains it. And so really, I'm still kind of in your same mindset, Demona, because like, you know, I mean, there's, well, you know, I kind of believe in supernatural stuff, so why not believe in Santa Claus, you know, you know, especially in this spirit form. And so, especially with that, and then if you couple it with the idea of, you know, of other literature where, like, um, you know, they say the first baby, or the first fairy was born uh, due to, whenever, the first baby's laugh is when a fairy's born. So it's like, there's some supernatural stuff that, you know, just makes sense that only kids can see or interact with it, but you know that doesn't make it any less real. So, oh, I like yes. that. Yeah, I sent Santa my my list and letter every year until I was nineteen. <laughs> but that's partially because I had other siblings, not because I was that at nineteen I was still that gullible. I'm just saying that's the last <laughs> time he got one from me. <laughs> That's cute. That, that, that's, yeah, I mean, I think to believe in something good never hurt anybody. Yeah. Right. And my, our, my yeah. hometown sent letters to everyone that mailed a letter to Santa. And so you got a return letter from him. Yeah, that was gangster. Yeah, I like that. Uh, <laughs> I grew up in an area that wasn't the best either. Um, but when it came to holidays, everything seemed to kind of like lie low a little bit. Um, mm. not to go dark, but around you know holiday season, we know it as another season. It's called jacking season, when you know people are you know stealing stuff and and robbing people and things of that nature. So you were real careful about who you let know what you were getting and and all that type of stuff. So coming up now, when I'm in the area that's not like that, um, it definitely keeps me on edge. But I will say I do believe in the spirit of Christmas. I do believe in the spirit of of showing love and, and kindness to one another. Where, where I think we kind of lost that a little bit in translation over the years. But especially now, like if you go to the grocery stores, like the stores are all filled up with people walking around trying to grab stuff. But everybody's nice. Everybody is cool. Everybody's like, oh, excuse me. Or, oh, can I grab that? Or could you get that for me? Like. That's the kind of stuff that makes Christmas Christmas. That's what makes Thanksgiving Thanksgiving. That's what makes the holidays special. Is when everybody you can you can be with your family and loved ones, but then you can also be around a total stranger and show the same kind of loving faction that you know makes everybody glow inside. And I think that's that's the best part of holidays. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one place like New Year's like. I'm, I'm used to them going outside and popping guns in the air. And I was like, oh, that was the coolest thing ever. And then I never really thought about the bullets coming down and where they're going to hit and anything like that. But they usually go to a field and, and stuff like that. But sometimes they'd be out in the street. Like, it's New Year's. I'm like, yeah, it's New Year's. 
All right, let me get my behind back in the house. Yikes. <laughs> what, and so, just, I mean, I'm not sure if we're going to transition, but just kind of like a, a, a transition thing is like, you know, the the thing I think about is like, you know, back in like World War One, you know, where, um, you know, there was allies and axes and then, you know, they start, both sides start singing Silent Night in their own language and then they get out the trenches meet each other share a glass on christmas eve and then they go back and then the next day they're back to fighting you're like but you know something special about that one night and being able to to just you know set things aside you know definitely and that's what lets me know that we can all get along like if we literally put our differences aside everybody could be on one accord and if we could all do that, this would definitely be a better place. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's, let's, speaking of which, um, what's the best gift anybody ever got? I was yeah, not ready for that question. Um, yeah, we're all like... I, I, we'll do it. Okay, let's do this. Let's do the best <laughs> gift and the worst gift. Let's do that. Even it out. I, I'd probably say my Super Nintendo. I loved my Super Nintendo when I got that. So that that was, yeah. Of all my consoles, yeah. Because all the games I had on the Super Nintendo, I beat pretty much almost all of them. So, Jeez. Yeah. So. What's your worst one? I don't know. I think I had clothes as a kid. But, you know, <laughs> you know yeah. now you kind of... You're okay with clothes, but yeah, I think as a kid, probably when I got clothes, or there was one year where I got a duplicate transformer that I already had, and I was like all upset, and they're like, you're supposed to say thank you. It's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of ungrateful at the time, but yeah. <laughs> so. Shame. I think I know what I know. Athena. Demona, what was yours? Athena, come back to us. Um, yeah. Um, wow. Okay. So the, I'm going to have to make a generalization. Um, I'm a very sentimental person. The gifts from the heart mean more to me than how much they cost. So it's always what I get from my kids. Like, totally, oh, okay. like, their own idea. I don't care if it's a drawing. Um, like, you know how the schools make them draw? You know, they'll they'll go and they'll make cards for you and stuff for Christmas. And they'll, every parent gets the same. But, you know, it's customized because their own child did it. But what my kids do, they'll still sit in a corner by themselves or sit and ask for help to make their own card. Well, And now I have a 7 to 12-year-old that can read and write. So they'll still... Be like, Mom, when I saw this, it made me think of you. And I just, like, I will cry. Aww. <laughs> because I know I raised good people. You know what I'm saying? That I'm raising good people who really think about others. And, and that they know that with Mom, it's not about money. It's not about what it looks like. You know, um, the worst gift? Oh. Man, you ever, like... Want some gangsters when you were little, but you end up getting some pro wings. 
I'm just thinking, you know, that was a long time ago. Um, talking about Nike Cortez or, or talking about some some nice shoes. It's like, yeah, mm, all you mm. wanted was the shoes, and you wanted. All I wanted, I, I wanted some gangsters, which are the black Nikes with the with the white check on them, the low tops, you know. Yeah. And um, they were everybody had them. And I went to see the pro wings, brand new set of pro wings. Wow. <laughs> and nobody wore pro wings <laughs> during our era. So. Only the kids that everybody else made fun of. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, uh, Athena, what was your best gift and your worst gift? <clears throat> My best gift was probably I was nine or ten and I got a hot pink scooter and I rode it 24-7. <laughs> My brother actually was asking me about it recently, if I remembered what kind it was, because he was, wants to get it again, I guess. <laughs> but all of my siblings ended up riding that thing like crazy. We loved it. Um, but my worst gift was probably PJ Sparkles, which was this wow. horrible doll. It was horrible. It was hard. Like, 100% of it was hard. And I remember my mom being super excited that she got it, because apparently everyone wanted it. And then she, like, bragged to everybody that I had it. I hated the thing. But she really wanted me to love it because she went so hard to get it. And I just remember it not being fun. (laughs) That's what's up. You know, Liz, that reminded me of this one. So, aside from my kids getting me gifts, but a gift from, like, my parents. For the first time, like, I always wanted a Cabbage Patch doll. My mom hates. She said they're ugly, and and she told me to my face, they're ugly. You're not getting one. Period. Bam. So I live with that. But I remember. Do you, do you guys remember Jem? Yeah. <laughs> the Jem yeah. cartoon. Yeah. And I was like, if I ask her for this doll, she's not gonna get it. I'm like, but you know what? I want this doll. And sure enough, I got her for Christmas, and I wore breaks off that doll. I took such good care of my gym doll because she was rocking it and saving lives at the same time. <laughs> saving the city. I was. She was too big to fit in my dollhouse, though, which sucked. But I would, <laughs> I would just be like, okay, she can interact with the other Barbies, but like, we'll just. I had to pretend in my head house. Um, outside, like they were neighbors, even if she didn't have a house, you know. That's awesome. Right. My best gift ever. I've had a bunch of gifts, but my best gift that I just absolutely cherished and loved was. uh, It's a toss up. Okay, so one is a good story, like all the way good. The other one is straight bad, but it just started off good. So, like, the one that started off it was my grandmother took me Christmas Eve and bought me a bike. Oh. It was a Huffy. It was a red Huffy bike. It had training wheels on, but we took them off, like, a couple days later. Like, I never been on a bike. So, that was, like, my favorite thing in the world. And I took it home, and, like, two weeks later, I left it outside, went inside for some soda, and came back out, and somebody stole it. Oh. So, I was, I was oh. But my other favorite was this, um, there used to be this, this game called Captain Power, which Taj, I don't okay. know if you remember, but it was, 
it was basically it was like the first interactive like shooter game. So basically, okay. you had a spaceship that had like a little laser gun on it, which was like a red bean <laughs> that you would put pop in the VHS tape, and it, the game interacted with the TV. So you were like you shooting at these these guys flying around trying to kill you, and you would be killing them. But if it reflected back in the sensor the right way, it would literally pop your your guy out and make him fall out the ship. So that was like the first interactive like 3D shooting game like. Like, like sort of that came out now like I love that thing to death like wow. literally like the wing got broke on it from a couple of moves and all that I didn't care I glued it back on like I didn't care nothing about other games like that was like my ultimate game the worst gift I ever got was um a clock a clock yeah yeah so was it at least I mean, a character it, clock, or was it, was no, it, it was a plain clock? A plain, like, clock. And I was like, what am I supposed to do with this? And I think <laughs> it was one of those last-second gifts that oh. um, nobody knew what to get me, so they just grabbed something. They thought, like, I, I really wanted, like, the big Norman, Roman numeral clock that you would put on your wall, like, decoration. Like, that was my deal. Like, I just really <laughs> wanted that big surrounding centerpiece to put on the wall, like, above the fire mantle or something like that. I've always wanted that since I was, like, young. Like, I've never gone out and just grabbed one. Cause, um, it was always, like, something either to do with the furniture or didn't want to hear the big ticking going on in the mindset. But still, I still liked the vision of the clock, right? I just don't <laughs> want a dead clock sitting on the wall. I always liked the vision of it. And I guess this person thought, well, yeah, he likes clocks. Let me go ahead and get him this one. And <laughs> I'm just looking at it like, nah, bro, that's, that's not it. <laughs> How <laughs> old were you? I was like 25. <laughs> wow. Yeah, like all any and everything you could have got, you could have just got a card. Like I don't even care about like the actual gift portion of it. I'm not a I'm not a gift person. Like I don't have to have gifts. I don't have to have a lot of stuff. As long as everybody around me is cool, I'm good. But the fact that you just got like a regular like alarm clock, not even an alarm clock, just a regular clock, the little white rounded clock that you see from Walmart for like nine dollars. Somebody went right. and got that, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm done." Wow. <laughs> I thought you were, I thought you were going to say you went back to to work the next day, and you're like, "Where's the brake clock on the wall?" You know, that's what it seemed like. It literally seemed like the brake clock on the wall at your job and you're just looking at it like oh, oh. yeah oh come on that had to be like a prank gift or something no it wasn't <laughs> a prank gift it was it was what the person thought i was like in the clocks and they thought i'd take any clock and be happy and i'm just looking at them like yeah you totally missed the ball on that mark that's <laughs> that's not gonna work so no that in right. glove Somebody got me gloves one year because they knew I rode bikes, but the gloves that they got were like super extra thick, like you couldn't even bend your hand in them. So like, how am I gonna wrap around the handlebar with it? Nice. <laughs> they were like industrial construction worker gloves, so you couldn't even bend your hands with. It felt like Iron Man for a minute. But um, yeah, it, it's all in the thought, man. It's thought that counts for sure. So. It's always the thought that counts, right? Basically. 
Not always. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, are we? Moving on to songs, or do you guys have any other gifts, gift stuff you want? No gifts. Uh, songs. No gifts. If I don't hear Temptation, Silent Night, I'm I'm not. It's not Christmas. Oh, I'm not. Okay. I know that's like the slowest song ever played, but I don't care. If I don't hear it, it's not Christmas. Oh, okay. It, we we do favorite. Hillary. Go ahead. Oh no. I just can say mine is uh, Carol of the Bells. I don't care what type of Carol of the Bells, but I love all versions of Carol of the Bells. <laughs> That's my Christmas song. Is that that Christmas is here? Ding dong, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. So I actually remixed that. I made a live little track out of it too. Yeah, it was actually cool. <laughs> I have to send it to you. Yeah, it's like you listen to it. It's like, oh, it's there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's kind of okay. gangster. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, okay. What were you gonna say, Athena? Sorry. Oh, um, we don't have a specific song, but we listened to Hillary Duff's Christmas album that came out in 2005. Like every oh. year, at least once. It's it's only got 10 songs on it. It's like 30 minutes long. She just did a good job. She's got little Romeo on there with her and Christina Milian. It's just, and it's all happy, upbeat kind of stuff. So that's what we like, take our break from the traditional sounding music to listen to some pop kind of Christmas music. It's fun. Okay. No, I bought that album from the girls. Yeah? <laughs> no, where it is now. <laughs> it's wow. not a bad Christmas album. I mean, like, you don't really think Hillary Duff... I don't know, but she did a good job on that. Cool. Yeah. Well, my uh, my dad's Christmas album was uh, Buck Owens' Christmas, so we'd always listen to that when I was a kid. So I'm not sure if you've. It, he's like a old country singer, but yeah, yeah I know exactly Christmas what you're songs, talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but but this. The, the two main ones are Christmas Times a Coming is the one he always liked to play. And then uh, the Blue Christmas Lights, because that one always starts out. Pardon me, ma'am, but do you have a blue Christmas light? Aww. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, you know yeah. what comes to mind for me on Christmas songs? Y'all know that Adam Sandler Christmas movie? Yeah. Yeah. The eight okay. crazy nights. Yeah, or or what? No, what you know what? I don't even remember. But um, there was this um, that was another uh, grandma got ran over by a reindeer. Oh, yes. Listen, I don't know why we love like I, I, we love I love that song. We love that song. It's not a must for me, but. It's like Christmas isn't Christmas without it, I think. Um, of course, all of the, you know, what I really like is just traditional. I think in the music is the only time that sometimes, you know, not all the time, but I think in the music, sometimes it's the only time that we remember that it's Christmas is about the birth of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Originally, you know, it's um 
Um, and so I do like the, uh, I guess, Christmas songs that are related to, you know, right. that keep it biblical, you know, right. um, Mary, did you know? I don't know what the actual title of that song is, but Mary, did you know that your baby, you know, that one? Um, of course, the regular, you know, um, um, gosh, what do we sing at church? Ugh. Like Silent Sil- Night? Silent Night. Um, there's. Uh, the I know the words of the songs, I just don't like. Um, Heart <laughs> Is that the one you're thinking of? Um, well, all of them. All, I mean, Silent Night, uh-huh. um, Hark the Herald, Angels Sing. Um, like the first Noel? The first Noel. Is that is that the one, first Noel? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, gosh, there was another one that I really like. Like, it always gets me cry. Like, I will cry. Uh-huh. Cry. Because in my head, I'm listening to these songs about a child that was born, and then I know the end result and the struggles of his life and as an adult and the burden that he carried and then died on the cross. So it, for me, when I hear a, a Christmas song, I'm thinking of all of, like all of that is going through my head. Now, my dad, I'm just put it out there, he's big on, you know, he'll pull out the old records, you know, Nat King Cole he'll do he'll put it he'll put in you know any any Motown record it Michael Jackson version of whatever Christmas song he did I can't (laughs) and I I don't really pay attention to it but I hear it in the background and I love it I I like it um so that's kind of but yeah just traditional uh gospel Christmas songs yeah okay yeah they usually go I've I'm gonna keep left on that situation just because, you know, I I respect everything. Don't don't get me wrong, I'm a Christian. I respect everything in in that situation. But when I think of Christmas, I literally think of the stupid stuff like Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, Robin, <laughs> <Lady Man. laughs> Batman Bill, Lost His Will, and the Joker got away. Got away. Hey. <laughs> like Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song. Yeah. I don't know, we listen to that all the time, too. Oh, man. Well, it makes me wish I could, like, get down like that and, like, you know, do those moves. I don't... <laughs> what, see, there's a... Silly stuff there's, I there's, about. Yeah. Well, there's an album that... Because I like, I like silly songs as well. So there's an album called The Klezmonauts. And The Klezmet is a type of a Jewish folk band, right? And so it's the whole album, though, is the Klezmonauts, and they're doing different Christmas songs. So there's literally one where um, it's a surf guitar rock Klezmet band doing a Christmas carol. <laughs> You're like, this is the funniest thing ever. <laughs> so, but yeah, so, yeah, so, so the, it, but the, yeah, so anything funny, I'll, I'll listen to, so. <laughs> All those novelty songs. Doesn't yeah. Weird Al have Christmas music also? Yes. I'm yes, sure he does, yeah. Have Christmas songs. Um Boys the Men, you know, that's that gets played around the house, that let us yeah. know song. Um Jackson Five, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus, which I thought 
I always used to think mommy was cheating on dad with Santa Claus, not realizing that dad was acting like Santa Claus. I was like, why are we singing a song about mommy kissing Santa Claus? Like, I would whoop Santa Claus' ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> let me find out my mommy kissing Santa Claus. Then he'll go fight. I don't care if you bring toys. It's going down. What is that rap song? Uh, Christmas in the Hood? Was that yeah. what it was called? Yeah. Santa Claus came to the ghetto. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> now I got to go back and listen to that. Santa Claus came to the ghetto. Yeah. Now, that wasn't played around the kids. That was like after kids go to bed and everybody's sitting around <laughs> doing things and drinking beverages. <laughs> that, that's yeah, more of a night song. Yeah, Santa Claus came to the ghetto. Man, that's what I'm talking about. That was that's that's a classic. Don't shake your head. Go, y'all go watch it. Yeah, it definitely a is a classic. classic. Okay. Uh, that's funny. So, so do you think in about five years' time we'll get a Christmas version of Old Town Road? Um, I hope not. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, how is that gonna go? I'm sorry. Let's just be real. Old Town Road was a, was a one hit wonder. In five years, Christmas more than Old Town Road. No, and, and I'm gonna take that. my sleigh to the North Pole Road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. Oh my goodness. Do not encourage it. <laughs> and I like the song Old Town Road. I do, but it like after listening to it three times, and then once I realized that my kids liked it more than I did, I realized it wasn't for me. I got it wasn't the presents in the back. <laughs> oh, I guess we're not going to wait five years. It's going to come out sooner. <laughs> Oh, look at that remix right now. Oh, gosh. <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh, that's going to be so live. Mm-hmm. Right, for sure. <sighs> that's going to be so live. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> On that note, right. what else we got? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it. Yeah, yeah, I could remix that whole song. We didn't right cover here. TV. We sort of kind of skimmed through movies, back to traditions and into music. I don't really know, like, Christmas TV. I mean, <laughs> I know we TV specials. A little bit. Yeah, like the Jack Frost special, yeah. the, the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Um, little Drummer which, Boy. Yeah, Little Drummer Boy. Rudolph, which they're actually trying to ban now because they said it promotes bullying. And I'm like, you ultra-sensitive mother... We're just going to keep that right there. But, yeah. Yeah, they said it promotes bullying, so they're not trying to show that. And I'm like, oh, come on, people. We can't be so sensitive. This is Christmas. Like, this is holidays. Like, let them just be. Maybe bullies don't exist during Christmas time. So then, D, how do you feel about the song Baby It's Cold Outside? I mean, does that one need to be Canceled. Oh gosh, come on. When you realize that it was the the writer was actually writing to uh, 
to his, the song for his wife. Now, well, first of all, the controversy is that, okay, I, I don't even think people looked at the song. I know where you're going with that, Taj, because I watched the, okay, when um Ken, uh, when Ken Peel did the little skit to that song, it seemed like oh, a man uh, being overly aggressive to a woman who wanted him right. to leave and he was forcing himself upon her. But if you right. think of but without had that skit never been portrayed in that type of way, you when you listen to a song, like until you watch the video to that song, you have your own vision of what that means. You know what I mean? Um, right. I never saw it that way. But I could see like, yeah, that people were making a big deal about it. And I hope it doesn't get banned. How can you ban art? You know, it's right. a form of self-expression and you start banning art, you're going to start banning a lot of other stuff. Sure. I hope not. Sure. Did I just get too political on there? <laughs> no, nah, you're no. good. I mean, Keeping like, it real. Like, as long as you're not listening to, like, an R. Kelly Christmas album, then we're Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Ooh. That's, that's, that's going a little bit far, but, like, you know, there's some songs, there's some traditions, they've been around forever in the day. Some things you just got to let pass. Some things you can go back and be like, yeah, that's not right. But um, for the most part, it's embedded in our brains. You can either listen to it or not. You can change the channel. You can change the station. Like right. if you're in a mall and they decide to play a song, you know, I'm not going to run out the mall and never go to that again. Like I'm just going to let it pass. Right. But yeah. no. in some instances, I mean, it, it can be a little much, especially in the world we're living in now where everybody's uber sensitive. Like it, it becomes a little much. Gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. Stop being so sensitive, people. <laughs> At the fringes of perception, beyond the boundaries of your mind, just past the glow of the firelight, out of the corner of your eyes, you will find an edge case. Edgecase Podcast coming September 10th. Learn more at edgecasepod.com. Anything else then? Since we kind of did songs and Christmas. I think we kind of covered a lot. We did. How long? This is going to be a long episode. (laughs) We're we're only 15, 17 minutes over, so we're good. So, yeah. Oh, really? It seems like, wow, cool. Maybe you listening like, yeah. to this episode will be a new tradition started by people. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Tattoo bar Christmas special yeah. or holiday special. Yeah. Right. Copyright. Thank you. Copyright. Letters in the mail. Copyright. You know what? I mean, just a backtrack, but you know one Christmas special, TV Christmas special I don't see anymore is the what? Garfield one. The the yeah. Garfield family Christmas. Yeah. That's because Garfield's changed a lot. I don't think anyone so. watched the old one. Uh, oh, I miss the, the old, old one. Gar- best, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't the Smurfs I mean, have a Christmas special at one point? Did they? 
I'm sure they did. I don't Barbie know. Barbie has but... one. Barbie. Barbie. <laughs> yeah, but Barbie has everything. Barbie has video games and mermaids and horses and all sorts of TV. Barbie got a damn rap song. Barbie was a rapper at one point. I'm tired of Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's because now Chelsea and Skipper's going to be the new rappers. So. Oh, man. Yikes. Uh, and Stacy, can't forget Stacy. Uh, Stacy. <laughs> I think D totally missed it. Like he didn't catch yeah, that. Yeah, I did it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't missed. It was just dropped. It wasn't caught. Um, yeah, they did. They have a Smurfs Christmas special. Came out in 1982. Okay. Yeah, buddy. Gosh, there's so many. You know, there's so many Christmas specials and movies. It is. You really can't fit them into one day. You really just kind of got to start December 1st. And kind of just work your way up to Christmas because there are so many. Hallmark has great movies on. I was stuck watching some, you know, against not necessarily against my will, but, you know, I'm not into drama and, and love stories, but I was into some of these Hallmark movies that I was watching today and they were all centered around Christmas. And I was like, okay. And they kind of just, you know, got me in the spirit of, love and joy and everything so yeah but it's something to watch all right so that's what's up all right that's what's up all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna wrap it up then uh so uh any closing thoughts or anything before we wrap it up this is fun (laughs) (laughs) oh we wish you too mama well, I'm glad you guys brought me on. It feels like appropriate for the holidays um, that um, I'm on the podcast with you guys. Um, so thanks for having me back. And I look forward to working with you guys again in the future. It's Demona. Okay. It's Demona. Okay. I got to remind right. people, you know, right. <laughs> that I haven't been with, us, with y'all since the beginning. So. Right. For sure. We so, got you, OG. Don't OG. <laughs> it just it just felt like the right thing to do with in our first year you know since we finally you know have gone a year you know broadcasting so it just felt right so yeah got so. all the warm and tingles oh <laughs> so. okay uh, i got the presents well, in the back oh right Maybe we should end before this gets out of hand. I guess so. So uh, this has been a tad too far. We're now part of the Sioux Empire Podcast Network. Uh, uh, please, uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, please uh, follow. Or, well, uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, uh, please check out our website at tadtoofar.com. T o t a d t o f a r uh, dot com. And uh, please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Have a good one. Happy holidays. Bye. Happy holidays. I'm yeah. going to take my home. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Game over, man. Game over. Game over.